our hearts, Father God. As you continue to order our footsteps, Father, that we continue to be led, Father God, by your spirit, Father God, as you speak through Apostle Keith, Father God. Let us not take this lightly, Father God. As we seek, Father God, a transforming word tonight, Father. As we come in expectation, I keep continuing to say that, expectation, Father God. So I pray that we're coming with expectation, Father God. We're not coming, Father God, to be entertained, Father God. But we're coming, Father God, for expectation, Father God, in our lives, Father God, to be changed, Father God, to be transformed, Father God, to know, Father God, when you said you created us in the imagery of you, Father God, that they would see, Father God, Christ upon our lives, Father God, that we're hidden in you, Father God, that, Father God, that we're dying to self, Father God, continually, Father God, understanding that's a continual battle, Father God. But understand that we have victory, Father God. So whatever we face, Father God, we're dying to it, Father God. We're not accepting it anymore, Father God. We're not accepting any counterfeit, Father God. But we're accepting the true word of God, Father God, in our lives, Father God. Lord, we thank you today, Father. Lord, we bless your name, Father. For you're so wonderful, Father. And I just thank you once again, Father. As we lift up your name, Father. Let's give God a whole, a, a, a shout. A shout of victory as we sound along, as we receive the word tonight. Let us sound the trumpet. Let us make a joyful noise for the word tonight as, a, as God used Apostle Keith. Oh, Lord, we thank you today, Father. We bless your name today, Father, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Come on, let's give the Lord another hand clap of praise. Glory to God. Amen. Thank you guys for braving the rain, making it out. Amen. On tonight, if I can get just a little more volume, please. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Ah, that's better. Glory to God. Amen. Well, I hope that you had a great and glorious day on today. Do me a favor while we're here. Go ahead, take out your cellular devices. Let everybody know. Share our live stream. Like, share our live stream. If you would, let everybody know that our Bible study is now live. If you would, I would appreciate it. Hallelujah. Get everybody to go on over. Praise God. Like, share. Give some thumbs up, some hearts. Amen. Amen. Sister Brenda is on right now. Delane, God bless you guys. Nicholas, hallelujah. Inside of the virtual sanctuary. Amen. Markeisha, God bless you guys. Thank you all for tuning in. Go ahead, like, share, and follow our page if you would. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Let's jump into the word of God on tonight. Amen. I hope you were blessed by this Sunday. Uh, I'm already expecting a great move of God for this upcoming Sunday as well. Uh, So I want to encourage all of you to invite family members and friends to come out and be a part of our worship service and experience on this Sunday. Uh, I believe God has a blessing in store for you on this Sunday. God's going to move mightily. Can you say amen to that? Amen. Amen. Just a couple things before we begin. Of course, we know this uh, upcoming Tuesday is our Ascend Night. 
Uh, amen. Amen. It's going to be a powerful time. Amen. Our monthly uh, worship night. So I want to encourage you to come out and be a part of that as well. Uh, if you would go over to our page and share the flyer on all your social media platforms. Uh, if you would, I would appreciate that as well. I uh, want to give a big shout out. Didn't get a chance to on Sunday. A big shout out to uh, our children's ministry that hosted our VBS this past week. An amazing job. Yes, let's give Sister Sharon and all those who participated in our VBS. Give them uh, a hand clap as we honor them. And then, of course, Lady T, who coordinated our family day gathering as well. Uh, a time of food and fellowship here on the lawn. What an amazing time we had then. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 So we're excited about that. And then we have our youth takeover coming up uh, the fifth Sunday of next month. Uh, that will be taking uh, place here during our 9-15 and 11-15 service. Uh, so, amen. Mark your calendar, calendars for those things. Amen. So, of course, we've been in the sermon series entitled Messy. Amen. And um, we're, we're just carrying it through all the way through until the Lord says something different. But this is what he's speaking now. Uh, amen. So we're going to stay with God. Amen. You know, it's better to follow the cloud than to follow the crowd. Come on, man. Amen. Some amen. of you will catch that on the way home. Amen. The cloud of his glory It's better to follow the cloud instead of the crowd. You get caught up following the crowd and you may not know where you're going to end up. But I can guarantee when you learn to follow the cloud, you will always end up where God intends you to be. Can you say amen, that, amen. to that? So we've got to follow the cloud. We've got to follow the cloud. Uh, some of y'all probably heard me saying you're hearing. Don't hear, follow the clown. Don't follow the clown. Follow the cloud. Amen. Proverbs. Chapter number 22, grab it if you would, Proverbs chapter number 22, amen, as well as Philippians chapter number 2, verse number 5, Proverbs chapter number 22, verse number 1, Proverbs chapter number 22, verse number 1, as well as Philippians chapter number 2, verse number 5. When you have it, stand to your feet in the reading of God's word. Amen. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter number 22 and Philippians chapter number 2. If you have it, say amen. amen. If you're still looking for it, say hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. One hallelujah. The rest of y'all waiting for me to put it on the screen, ain't you? Yes, indeed. So we got some yes, indeed. Amen. <laughs> Awesome. Yes, indeed. Praise the Lord. I, I think we don't have connectivity back there, uh, Tina. So if you can go ahead, pass me beyond our faith confession. Amen. I think we have it now. Let's see. Amen. Proverbs. Bring me to Proverbs chapter number 22, verse number one. After our faith declaration. Hallelujah. Every time it rains, there we go. Praise God. Proverbs chapter number 22, verse number 1. A good name. Somebody shout a good name. A good name, a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches. A good name. Somebody shout a good name. A good name. 
A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches and loving favor rather than silver and gold. God wants you to have a good name. And you should desire to have a good name rather than to have riches. Rick, Rick, I read this quote, it says, names have power. I think you would agree with that, that names have power. We know that the name of Jesus is the greatest name ever given unto man. It says, at that name, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. But here in the natural, even names in the natural have power. Hallelujah. You could go and name drop the president's name and you could get some stuff done. Amen. Y'all quiet. If you were related to Bill Gates or some wealthy person and, and, and you name drop that person, you can get some stuff established. Names have power. Philippians chapter number two, verse number five. The word of God says, let this mind being you, which also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of man. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God also have highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. And at that name, Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. Boy, I wish I can dig in on that one right there. And that every, and, and that, that every tongue should confess Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hear this, it ain't what they label you as, it's what label you wear. Y'all better hear that this evening. It's not what they try to label you as, but it's the na label you choose to wear. I don't care what the world has tagged you as. You have to choose to be who God has called you to be. You have to choose to accept the name that God has given you. Let us pray, Father, now in the name of Jesus. We have been grafted into the family of faith. Thus, we have been given a new name. And it's by that name, God, that the world will stand in awe at. It's the name that Christ has written upon our hearts. So, Father, today, we thank you for the name. We thank you, Lord. God is the name that is above every name. It's in Christ Jesus we do pray. Amen and amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. I think I got it from here, Tina. Uh, I just want to talk to you for a brief moment. I got a new name. Tell your neighbor I got a new name. Hallelujah. I got a new name. On Sunday, we talked about the life of Jacob. And I, I want to dovetail off of what we, uh, we taught on Sunday. But I want to dig a little deeper into the life of Jacob. Amen. And in, in Genesis chapter number 25, uh, the word of the Lord declares to us, 
It says, Isaac prayed to the Lord on behalf of his wife because she was childless. Hallelujah. Crazy rain. Amen. Uh, Because she was childless and the Lord answered his prayer and his wife, Rebecca, became pregnant. The babies jostled each other within her. And she said, why is this happening to me? So she went to inquire of the Lord. Listen, God don't uh, don't mind you asking questions. Uh, That's supposed to be don't mind you asking questions. He just doesn't want you questioning his answers. Hallelujah. God don't mind you asking questions. He just doesn't want you questioning his answers. I was talking with a lady today and she was uh, sharing her testimony about her son and how her son for the last 17 years has been hooked on heroin. And uh, and she said several times he tried to commit suicide. And she asked herself, she uh, she she began to ask God, basically, God, why is this happening? He's raised in a good home and, you know, he's living a miserable life. And she kind of came to a resolve within herself like, God, why do you even still have him living? Why don't you just go ahead and take him home? You know, because of the life that he's living. And she said, you know, I know it's not right to question God. And that's where this statement hit me when I when she said it. You know, she said, I know you're not supposed to question God. And I begin to think God don't mind questions. <laughs> God don't mind you asking him questions. The problem comes in is when God answered the question, we question the answer. As if God don't know. As if his wisdom is not infinite. As if that the wisdom that he shares with us is not enough. As though, catch it, beloved, as though the answer that God gives is not enough. See, God don't mind you asking questions. He just don't want you questioning the answers when he answered the question. And the Lord said to her, two nations are in your womb and two peoples from within you will be separated. One people will be stronger than the other and the older will serve the younger. When the time came for her to give birth, there were twin boys in her womb. The first to come out was red and his whole body was like a hairy garment. So they named him Esau. After this, his brother came out with his hand grasping Esau's heel. So they named him, hear this, they titled him, they labeled him. Jacob, of course, we know Jacob means trickster, supplanter, amen, conniving, get over, all of those things. So they gave him a label, and his name was Jacob. Isaac was 60 years old when Rebekah gave birth to them, 60 years old. Now watch, Jacob took on the name Jacob because of how Jacob responded to a situation. His name derived from an activity. (laughs) See, that's what the world is good at. The world is good at giving you a name based upon how you perform in life. The world is good at giving you a name based upon 
what you have done in life. If, if, you, if you're a thief, you may get the label sticky fingers. Hallelujah. Amen. If you one way with one person and another way with another person, they may call you two faces. Yeah, come on now. You know, the world is good at giving you names based upon how you perform, based upon how you do, how you act, how you are. The world is good at giving you a name or a label sometimes that just don't fit. Hallelujah. So Jacob got a name because he was a heel grabber. So we see in the life of Jacob, Jacob uh, comes to a place and a point in his life where he is running, of course, from his father-in-law. He's running from his brother based upon all of the things that Jacob had done to mess his life up. And in Genesis 32, chapter number 32, verse number 22, it says, That night Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two female servants, his 11 sons, and crossed the ford of Jabbok. After he had sent them across the stream, he sent over all his possessions, so Jacob was left alone. And a man wrestled with him till daybreak. I, I told you that wrestling was like a cleaving. He cleaved to this man all night long. And that word cleave has two meanings. One, cutting or splitting something apart from one another. To cut or to split something apart with a sharp instrument. It also means to stick or sticking to something like glue. And when the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched him in the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wrenched and he wrestled with the man. Then the man said, let me go for his daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go until you bless me. Hear this. Some blessings come with pain. Hallelujah. How can you enjoy the beauty of a rose? Except the thorns. Because if you're going to enjoy the beauty of the rose, you have to accept the thorns that come along with the rose. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, some, some blessings come with pain and, but because there will be a making in the breaking. Because with the pain, God, God will break you. Watch this to make you into something else. So I told you on Sunday, the limp that Jacob had was a sign of his mess, the mess that he had made of his life. So God had to give him a reminder of the one who was able to clean up his mess. But, but not only is it a sign of his mess, but it's also a sign of lack, your lack of identity, your lack of faith, your lack of trust in God. It's a sign of your lack. It's also a sign of God's long suffering. So the man asked him, what is your name? Jacob, he answered. Then the man said, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel. Somebody shout, I have a new name. Because you have struggled with God and with humans and have overcome. Jacob said, please tell me your name. But he replied, why do you ask my name? Then he blessed him there. Can I tell you something this evening? 
there is a place that God wants to bless you. And until you get in that place, you'll be delaying the blessings that God has for your life. There's a place called there that God wants to bless you. And until you get in position, until you get into that place, you're going to delay the blessings of God. Because the blessings of God is not denied, but they're only delayed based upon your positions in God. Y'all not hear me this evening. There's some things God wants to do in your life that he has already done for your life, but you got to get in position to receive them for your life. Y'all. There's some things that God has already formed and fashioned for you. But if you don't get in position, you'll never receive them. You're going to get to heaven when that day comes. And God is going to open up a storehouse with your name on it and show you all the blessings you missed out on. All the things that God wants to do in your life, he has already done it. You just got to catch up to it. You got to position yourself. For the blessings of God. He said that watch. Test me and I will open up a window. And pour you out blessings. Well here it is beloved. In order to catch the blessing. You got to get up under the window. So if you're outside the window of blessings. Then you miss out on the blessings. Oh God. If you're not in position to receive it. Then you miss out on it. It's not that God cannot and won't. Or will not bless you. You got to be in position to receive it. Hallelujah! Tell your neighbor, get in position, because there's a place called there that God wants to bless you. And then look, it says, "Then He blessed him where there." Every morning you need to wake up. Ask yourself, "Where's my there?" Hallelujah. That's that's your challenge. Every morning you get up, ask yourself, where's my there? Amen. And then the whole day, spend that whole day looking for there. How do you do that? The, The Bible says we have to pray without ceasing. So the there is the thing that you submit to God. And in your prayer, you submit it to God, and now you wait to see or you watch and see where there is. Because if you don't watch and see, the Holy Ghost is trying to navigate you and direct you to there. But if you're not listening, you miss it. Let me bring it home. To pray without ceasing is not only submitting your petition, but the other part today is you have to listen for the answer. So it's not enough just to go around all day praying all day long because what happens is you talk more than God is speaking. So now you have submitted your prayer but you hadn't shut up to listen to answer. Well, I'm praying. I've been praying eight hours. I've been praying 12 hours and I hadn't got no breakthrough yet. It's because you hadn't taken a break to hear what God had to say about it. So so now so now prayer becomes this two way communication between myself and God where I submit my prayer. And then the other part to that is me listening for God's answer. 
Remember, God don't mind your question. He got answers to your questions. He just want to have some time so he can give you the answer. So. It's a place called there. That God blessed Jacob. So Jacob called that place Penal, Saying it is because I saw God's face or I saw God face to face. And yet my life was spared. The sun rose above him as he passed Penal, and he was limping because of his hip. Or better yet, he was limping, watch, because he had a new name. Somebody shout, I got a new name. Uh, so, so here it was, here it was, Jacob has this new name. He is no longer Jacob, but he has a new name. I often wondered why, when you look at the text in the life of Jacob, when it speaks about the account of Jacob, uh, or when someone would come up and they would say, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Jacob. Well, I'm think, I, I begin to think, well, why is it the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Why would it not be the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel? You ever thought about that? Uh, okay, okay, okay. I begin to wonder why. Why? Because God gave him a new name. Why would God revert back to calling him Jacob when he gave him a new name, Israel? Well, well the God of Abraham, Abraham was a man of faith and a friend of God. So he is the God of a man of faith. And, and then it's the God of Isaac. Uh, Isaac was the sacrifice. He, he is the God of one who sacrifices. Yep, y'all. Trekking with me. And then he's the God of Jacob. Not the God of a second chance, but God of another chance. So God wanted to remind us, I'm the God who will give you a another chance. Uh, I'm the God who will give you a... No, I, I know your name has been changed now, but you also got to know I'm a God who will give you another chance because a second chance means that there is numerically more to come. But another chance means that I have another chance to do what God has called me to do. Watch this because what God does is he has forgotten the first chance that he gave you. So now it's just another chance. Because some of y'all got too many chances to count anyway. Uh, yeah, because it wouldn't have been just a second chance. It would have been the 15th, the 16th, the 25th, the 30th, the 2005, and 10,020. Every time you're looking around, it's God giving you a, another chance. So we see in Jacob's life, God has given him another chance and another chance and a Another chance. And as I begin to look at the text in the life of Jacob, Jacob vacillated between his old name and his new name. Look in Genesis chapter number 37, verse number three. Genesis chapter number 37, verse number three. It says in Genesis chapter number 37, verse number three. Now, Israel 
loved Joseph. Come on, trick with me right here. Stay, stay with me. Now, Israel loved Joseph. Say that with me. Now, Israel loved Joseph. Say it again. Now, Israel loved Joseph more than any of his other sons because he had been born to him in his old age and he made an ornate robe for him. And when his brothers saw that his father loved him more than any of them, they hated him and could not speak a kind word to him. Good God Almighty, somebody shall hate us. Listen, God's favor ain't fair. But you ain't, he don't have to flaunt it. Amen. Oh, yeah. Couldn't say amen to that. Hey. God's favor ain't fair, but you ain't got to flaunt it. Just because God has favored you don't mean you have to flaunt the favor of God. Amen. amen. So his brothers despised him. And uh, then they got Joseph's robe. They slaughtered him. Verse number 31. We drop down to verse number 31. It says that... Uh, then they got Joseph's robe. They slaughtered a goat and dipped the robe in blood. Y'all know how the account goes. Joseph is uh, Jacob's son, his son that he had, uh, had given birth to or his wife had given birth to in his old age. And he is now Israel. But, but Jacob, amen, uh, who is now changed to Israel, Loves Joseph more than any of his sons, gives him a coat, sends Joseph off to feed his brothers to, while they were tending sheep. And his brothers hated him so that they decided to put Joseph in a pit. Y'all remember that, right? And then it says that they took Joseph's robe, they slaughtered a goat and dipped the robe in blood. And then they took uh, the robe back to his father. And uh, we found this and examine it. I'm sorry, excuse me. <clears throat> we found this. Examine it to see whether it's your son's robe. He recognized it and said, it is my son's robe. Some for a ferocious animal has devoured him. Je Joseph has surely been torn to pieces. Then Jacob. Wait a minute. I thought his name was Israel. <laughs> Then Jacob. Y'all remember in verse number three, it says, and Israel loved Joseph. But verse 34 says, then Jacob tore his clothes. The same occurrence that Jacob had in the womb of his mother. Two kingdoms fighting with one another. Oh, y'all will catch it. Two kingdoms at war in their mother's womb. Jacob couldn't shake the fight. What was the fight? Two kingdoms at war. Couldn't, couldn't shake the fight of two kingdoms at war with one another. On the inside of Jacob was two kingdoms at war, Jacob and Israel fighting with one another. So his love for his son, he was Israel. 
but the death of his son, he was Jacob. And just like some of us, when things are good, we're Israel. When things go bad, we're Jacob. When God is blessing us, we're Israel. We're giving God praise. We're giving God glory. And when things aren't going our way, we're Jacob. We're ready to scam people, ready to rob folk, ready to manipulate people. When, when, when things aren't going well, we revert back to the old nature. But as long as things are good, money flowing, people are nice and kind to us, we Israel. We're the chosen people of God. But the moment things go bad, Jacob comes to the surface. And Jacob tore his clothes. And he put on sackcloths. And he mourned for his son many days. See, as Israel, Jacob would have have rushed out to find his son. But as Jacob, he mourns the death of his son. Now, now what father or mother would not race, would not race to the scene of the crime? What, what father or mother would allow just a message or a messenger to say something has happened to your child and they will just be good with it? Yeah. Th- think about that for a second. If, if you're a parent and someone came to you and said your child was in an accident, would you just sit there and mourn or would you say, take me to him? Let's go. See, as Jacob, Jacob was so complicit. Jacob was a person who would allow others hear this. He would allow others to sway him in the direction he needs to go. Yeah, when it came down to the blessing, Jacob allowed his mother to sway him to pretend to be his brother. Jacob was that kind of person. Jacob was the kind of person that would allow other people to tell him how to live his life. Jacob was the type of person that he was meek and mild and he wouldn't stand up on his own or wouldn't stand up for himself. Just like when he made it to Laban's house, he allowed Laban to misuse and abuse the favor that God had on his life. And he didn't say nothing about it. Jacob was that kind of person. But Israel was the type of person who will fight with God all night long. Y'all quiet. Israel will be the kind that will say, God, I won't let you go until you bless me. Israel is the type of person that will hold on and cleave on to God and say, God, I'm not going to leave this spot until you give me an answer. That's the type of person Israel was. But Jacob, he would just settle for whatever is being said. It's just like in the life of some believers, we just go with whatever is being said. Or we'll just go back and say, well, oh, well, maybe God meant something else. Maybe God really wanted something else for my life. Instead of holding on to the promise that God has promised you. Until the promise manifests, we let it go and say, oh, well, maybe God has something else. And Jacob tore his clothes and put on sackcloth and mourned for his son many days. All his sons and daughters came to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. He said, I will continue to mourn until I join my son in the grave. So his father wept 
for him. I got a new name. And I don't plan on being the same. You see, when God gives you a new name, then you have to plan on not being the same as you were. See, Jacob reverted back to the old way of doing things. He had a new name, but he reverted back to doing the, the way of the old nature of Jacob. J- Jacob just took the word of another and was good with it. And instead of him racing to the scene to see what happened, he, he, he just reserved himself to just accepting it. And we know how it goes that when, when Jacob hears of his son being alive, when the famine hits the land, I wish I had that text for you. I think it's in Genesis chapter number uh, 39 is when, when the famine hits the land and uh, Jacob sends his sons there to get feed from Egypt. And of course, we know his brothers run into Joseph and Joseph now reveals himself to them as their brother who they threw in the pit and sold as a slave who is now second in command in charge over all of Israel. When they go back to Jacob's house and tell Jacob that your son is alive, the Bible says that Israel rejoiced. See, when things are good, we rejoice. But when things are bad, sackcloth and ashes. And your new name affords you a new attitude. That's good. Oh, y'all, missed that. Your new name affords you a new attitude, a new mindset, a new way of thinking, a new way of responding to old things. So, so the way with the new name, the way you used to respond to things, you don't respond to things that way anymore. Oh, Amen. Because the old nature, the old Jacob would whip out his sword and he would cut off an ear. But the new Jacob would just sit back and pray, Lord, keep me. <laughs> Y'all never had one of those moments where you just needed God to keep you in that moment. Where you really wanted to punch somebody in the face, but just like, Lord, just keep me. Your new name will afford you a new attitude. You don't respond the way you used to respond. You don't act the way you used to act. There's some things that people do to you, amen, in your new nature, that they ought to be thankful to God, that you have a new name. Because really they deserve the old you. But thank God that you're the new you. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. Some people ought to thank God that you have a new name. Some of y'all ought to be so thankful that God has given some people in your life a new name. Because you deserve some old responses but thank God for the new name. Come on. Amen. Every day you ought to thank God Amen. for the new name. Amen. Tell your neighbor, I got a new name. 
you ought to tell your neighbor in response, I'm glad you got a new name. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I have a new name because there's some things that I believe God has my name on it. And the only way for me to get it is for me to stay and to remain in the new name. There's some things I believe God wants to do in my life that I believe the only way it's going to get done is for me to maintain my name. Yeah. Y'all better hear me today. There's some things God wants to do in your life. He has assigned your name to it. But you got to make sure you maintain your name. Because if you mess up your name, then you're going to miss you're going to miss the blessing that God has for your life. Are you hearing me? You're going to be so messy with this new name that God's going to have to give you another name. How many names you going to mess up? How many names God going to have to give you before you finally get it right? Because the blessings are there. He's already done it. You just got to catch up to it. Your name is already on it. But you got to make sure you don't mess it up. Watch. Salvation is already made yours before you were even born. But he's waiting for you to get the right name so you can receive it. Glory to God. Oh, let that sink in for a second. That before the foundation of the earth was laid, the lamb was already slain for your sins. So salvation is made ready. Watch for the world. But the world got to get the name right. Oh, God. For God so loved the world that he gave. His only begotten son. He slain his own son for the world. The Bible says the world will receive him not. Because they don't want to receive the name. But it's already there. It's there for the taking. The blessings that God wants to bless upon your life. It's already made manifest. You just got to catch up to it. You just got to maintain your name along the way. It's almost like a scavenger hunt. Every stop point you get, you got to check your name. And it gets you closer and closer to the end. Y'all not hear me. It's like a scavenger hunt. You pick up treasures along the way. And every stop point where the treasures are, they check your name. Oh, let me see. Oh, yeah, that's it. But if your name not right, there's some places you're going to go where God intended you to be blessed, but your name is not checked off and you miss out on that blessing. But don't revert back to the old you. Don't stop at that point and say, well, I missed out on the blessing. God don't love me. Yes, God still loves you. Just move on to the next point. Get your name right. Did y'all hear that? Yeah, I miss I miss this one, but I won't miss that one. 
Yeah, I messed up here, but I'm going to make sure I get it right over here. Yeah, I tripped and I stumbled right here, but when I get over here, I'm going to make sure I got it right. God wants to give you a new name. But in that new name, he wants you to maintain the credibility and the status of that name. God wants to make sure that you have a name that is more greater than silver or gold. Somebody shout, I have a new name. And in order for you to have that new name, first you have to accept the name that is above every name. And that's the name of Jesus. With your heads bowed, eyes closed, I make this appeal to you tonight. Maybe there's some things in your life that you have messed up. Maybe there's some things that you have destroyed along the way. And tonight God is requiring you to get it right. You messed your name up time and time again. And God is giving you yet another chance. Well, tonight is one of those moments yet again. It's an opportunity to have another chance. If you're here tonight and a part of your sins, you're deciding to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That's my first appeal. The second appeal is for those of you, maybe, maybe you're backslidden. You're in that number of upwards of a thousand another chances or another name that you're asking God to assign to your life. If that's you on tonight, I believe God is in the renaming business on tonight. He wants to rename you. If you're here tonight, you would say that's me. Would you slip your hand in the air all over the room? If that's you, I see you, sir. I see you, sir. I see you, sir. I see you, sir. I believe there's others tonight that says I need a new name tonight. I need a new name. I slipped and stumbled a time. I see you, sir. I need a new name. I need a new name. Are there any others tonight that would say, that's me, I made some mistakes. I've slipped back into the old Jacob way of doing things. But tonight I'm walking out as Israel. I made some mistakes time and time. But I know I have a God that loves me enough to give me another chance. This is your another chance moment. If that's you tonight, would you slip your hand in there? Even for those of you who are online tonight that you have made some mistakes, but you want to get it right tonight. If that's you, you could just put in the box below. I have a new name in the comment box below. I have a new name. In Jesus name. Can we all stand to our feet? Amen. For all of those who have lifted their hands, their cards in the foyer, or they will be on the counter, I want you to grab one of those cards and fill it out. Make sure that you turn that card in if you made a decision tonight to accept the new name that God is giving you. But tonight we're all going to make a faith declaration tonight as a family of faith together, standing with one another. So just recite these words after me. Would you say, Heavenly Father, tonight I accept the new name that you have given me 
My sins have been washed away. And my name has been purged. And has been written in the Lamb's book of life. You have forgiven me of many sins. Of which I am so grateful. And tonight, Lord, I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' mighty name. Can you say amen to that? Can you clap your hands and give God some praise? Hallelujah. Somebody shout, I have a new name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Well, this is the time of the service that we take uh, this time to celebrate what God has done in our life and, uh, and to honor God with our gifts. So it's offering time. Amen. Praise God. Let's get excited. Amen. Oh, two people excited. Amen. <laughs> About giving to the kingdom of God. Amen. So as you're preparing your offerings, your gifts on tonight. Amen. We make space and place for what God is doing. Praise God. Amen. I know some, um, some people, amen, uh, the mindset, you know, you're coming to pay your tithes. Can I say something to you on that? You don't pay your tithes. Amen. The Bible says bring your tithes to the storehouse. Amen. You bring your tithe to the storehouse. You don't pay God nothing. God is not on your payroll. He is not your employee. Amen. You bring your tithe to the storehouse. Because bringing your tithe to the storehouse is an act of obedience to God's command. Hallelujah. And so don't allow that to rest in your vocabulary. I got to pay my tithe. Because it's not a paying of what you do. It's a bringing. It's an act of obedience unto God. And we all want to be obedient, especially to God, right? Yeah. Amen. So we're bringing our tithes to the storehouse or your offering. Your tithe and your offering are two separate things. An offering is something that you give out of a free will unto God. You're just offering it up. And never confuse your offering with your tithe. Amen. The tithe is a command of God to bring your tithe to the storehouse. But the offering is of your free will that you offer up to God. So your tithe has a percentage attached to it. But the offering is something that you choose to offer up to God. And whatever amount that is. So don't get that confused because you put something in the basket. It's my tithe. No, this is my offering if it is not the tenth of your first fruit. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Just an instructional moment. Because I don't want you to be confused bringing your offering and you expecting a blessing thinking it's a tithe. Oh, I should be blessed. My finance should be blessed because I tithe to God. No, that was an offering you gave him. Don't confuse the two. Amen. Y'all got quiet, real quiet. Amen. So if you're preparing your offering on tonight, it is of what you choose to give to God in whatever measure. If you're bringing your tithe, the tithe is 10% of the first fruit of your increase. Uh, So just so you'll know tonight. 
so you'll know the difference. Amen. Well, if you would take that gift, whether it's a tithe or offering that you're bringing into the storehouse of the Lord, would you lift it in the air on tonight? Amen. Most gracious Father, we thank you, Lord God, for every hand that holds seed, whether it's the tithe or the offering that they're presenting unto you tonight. Father, I pray, God, out of an act of obedience as they give tonight, Father, that you will multiply this seed back in their lives. Father, we thank you for the 30, the 60, even the 100-fold return that's coming back into their lives. And, Father, we declare now, even off of these gifts, God, a Deuteronomy 11 blessing, God, a thousand-fold return that you will multiply it so greatly back in our lives that we'll have yet even more to give even unto others. So, Father, now we bless you. We thank you, God, for what you're doing with these seeds now. It's in Jesus' mighty name we do pray. Somebody shout amen. Amen. And amen. If you were starting from the rear, my right, your left, would you come and bring forth your gift unto the Lord tonight? Amen. Starting from the rear, the left, and the right. Amen. Hallelujah. For those of you online tonight, thank you guys for tuning in. Sister Kevin James, Dr. James, God bless you. Thank you all for tuning in to our Bible study tonight. Amen. Sister Bowden, God bless you. Amen. If you would stretch forth your hand, Sister Teresa White, God bless you. Amen. Stretch forth your hand towards the offering tonight. Father, yet again, we thank you, God, for these seeds that have been sown. We ask, God, that you will multiply it so we can do greater for your kingdom and for your glory. It's in Jesus' mighty name we do pray. Amen Amen. and amen. Would you clap your hands and give God some praise on tonight? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. All stand as we get ready to depart from tonight. Don't forget our worship night coming up the first Tuesday of the month. Make sure you like and share our flyer, amen, so that we can get the word out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, God, as we depart from this place, never departing from your presence. We ask, oh God, that, we, that you will bless these, your people, that you will place a hedge of protection around their lives. Keep them and cover them, God. Father, we thank you that their homes, God, are, are covered now by your hand of mercy and grace. That there will be no hurt, harm, nor danger that shall come upon them, God. And there shall be no sickness, nor pestilence, or disease that will come nigh their dwelling place, God. We bless you. We thank you, God. It's in Jesus' mighty name we do pray. Amen and amen. Come on, give the Lord another hand clap of praise. Hey, we love you guys. We're going to see you guys on Sunday. In Jesus' name, amen. Get that word and watch that bird open up and
you can see it's evident. How cut a rug like David, I ain't playing, boy. I'm heaven sent. I'm heaven stepping with a new weapon. The Messiah telling me to go, Kevin. Taking me to new levels. His thoughts not mine, so ain't no telling. The Lord took me out of nowhere, cause he know that fruit can't grow there. My roots are taking his oxygen, and no stopping him. I need more air, like, <gasps> breathe. Jesus is all that I need. There is power in this blood. It's only right I let it bleed. Hallelujah. 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 Got me dancing in this freedom. Watch the way that I maneuver. I can't fathom all this favor. I'm insane in my medulla. Five loads and a couple tuners. Eat that word. Watch what it do. Uh. Dancing in this freedom. Right with my leader. You can see my fruit. Bearing fruit is for the king. Hallelujah. 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 Get that word and watch that word open. came and he filled that void dance around in this freedom now i got all your flowing boy keep that song yeah. gotta shine in this generation i'm making sure that i'm prayed up thanking god for my wife and kids i'm standing in sending praises up i was stuck in my wicked ways but the spirit came and i changed it up satan trying to come break us down but then jesus said it ain't breaking us hallelujah my highest praise getting rid of my childish ways trials coming these trials go but i gotta do what my papa say healing all of my inner wounds fire burning all in this room give it all for that living word i'm on solid ground and